3-2 pitch. Swung on a drill to right field. Doing back Sanders on the track at the wall. See ya! See ya! See ya! A home run by Derek Jeter. He pumps his fist in the air as he rounded first. He'll hit on third base. He high-fives Willie Randolph. And the entire Yankee team mobs him at home plate as he leaps onto the dish with a 4-3 Yankee win. Oh, oh, what a ball game. A game-winning walk-off home run by Derek Jeter. He is Mr. November. You are now listening to the Bleachers Creatures Yankees podcast, part of Elite Sports Radio. Okay, today is Wednesday, April 10th, episode 7 of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports New York. It's James and Rob as always, and the Yankees seem to stink again. I'm not in a good spot right now, I'm just going to be honest. Bad. For reference, we're currently recording in the, what is this, the sixth inning? Bottom of the sixth, Altuve just walked, Brantley. Now it's 1-2. Got this guy Harvey on the mound. Major League debut. Major League debut against the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros. Who are about to sweep us. They're winning 7-2. to I'm not having fun. This stinks. This stinks, Rob. I'm currently on the couch, slouched, stress-eating, a Kirkland-sized bag of tortilla chips. Oh, he struck out Brantley, so that's good. Oh, there you go. Maybe Harvey's um, got something. Maybe I'll eat, I'll eat you know, three less chips, but I won't apologize for any crunching you may hear or any slurping you may hear of the water because my mouth will get dry. Nor should you. We're watching a ball game. We get to but snack. But this isn't fun anymore. You no, know? it's not a fun ball game, which is why we have to snack more. You know, I had a decent day at work, and then I come home, and then they lay this shit on me. Yeah. And we had to wait even later. The game didn't start till 7.40, which is part of the reason well, we're recording during the game. Well, 8.30 start. That was miserable. No, that, that was rough yesterday. Last night, I could even watch. Thank God I didn't even stay up. It's just, yeah. think about the people you're watching, right? I mean. It's, it was bad. It's it was uh, You bad. can't stay up that late watch it. Well, Especially in a losing effort yeah. like that yesterday, which is so sloppy. On a Tuesday, you know, maybe a Thursday yeah. game I can because the next day is Friday. But for a Tuesday night game, that's just. I can't do that. Dude, even still, if I have to be up the next morning, like obviously I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to be really upset about it, though. I can't wait until later in the season when we go out to like Los Angeles and we have a 10 o'clock start. But I'm going to hate myself the next nope. day. Like if we go nope. on a road trip, we play Oakland and Los Angeles back to back. That's just going to be a week of me not sleeping a goddamn wink. There we go, Tyler. All right. A little double yeah. play there. Nice. Tyler Wade that guy's really dad? bad. Is that his dad? That'd be awesome. That guy's jacked up. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, yeah, there's a bright spot. Well, they're all wearing glasses, and this guy's wearing glasses. So I'm just going to say the six eyes combined, their family. Maybe they all just really love Tyler Clippard. That's not good math either, but we'll just ignore that. Twelve eyes, whatever. Twelve eyes. There you go. But back to the series as a whole. Um, coming off that Baltimore series, doing exactly what we needed to do. And now this happening. We opened up the podcast on Sunday. The, the Yankees are back. They're winning. They're never going to lose again. That was our fault. This is um, our fault. On the shook meter. Um, should we call it the shook meter? Yeah, let's yeah. do. We'll do a season shook meter and a series shook meter. Going into next series, how shook are you? 
Who are we playing next? I don't even have that pulled up in front of me. Let's find out because I don't even Stupid know. Radio. This has just been like so so demoralizing that I'm not even my brain doesn't work anymore. We're playing who we got. And what the rotation would be hap. Not Tanaka, right? No Tanaka no, no Tanaka. Hap, uh Herman, and then who else? We got the White Sox next. Oh, okay. Oh hold on here. Hold on here, friend. This is what we no, said. I, about well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm I'm a four on the shook scale out four of ten the for the White Sox. CC's coming back this weekend. That's nice. Saturday. But on this on the season as a whole, I'm a solid six and a half on the shook scale. That's fair. That's it's pretty high. I think, last but... time, I think after the Baltimore and Tiger stuff, I was a six. My concerns, and then I went back down, but I'm my concerns have gone back up after playing a team that you know. Maybe we're not supposed to sweep them, obviously, but we're supposed to be competitive. We said we said one of three would be good, and two or three would be, you know, we want two or three, but one of three we're fine with, and we got swept. And it wasn't it wasn't particularly close. I mean, the games, yeah, we got swept. I mean, the game's still going on, but I I feel pretty confident saying that we're going to get swept out of this series. The Yankees just need to get the hell out of Houston. Everything that you know that's that second Baltimore series, it seemed like that everything that could have gone. Oh yeah, Tanaka, boom. So probables are Hap on Sunday. Friday, uh, CC Saturday, Tanaka Sunday. All right. Oh, we're gonna see Ivan Nova, former Yankee. Yeah. I um, love Ivan Nova. His, uh, I think it was 2015. He was just the most lockdown of all yeah. the pitchers down the stretch. Yeah. I had so much confidence in him. Um, but at this point in the game, right now, I think Judge has three strikeouts. I think he's 0 for three, three strikeouts. Um, unless I missed his last at bat, I don't know what it may have happened then. Yeah, over three, three strikeouts. Over three, three strikeouts. No, oh, what's no. what's your shook meter on judges at bats? Like just going. See, it's, it's all so early in the season, so my, all my answers are going to be kind of consistent. I'm probably just going to waver between. There we go. There's, oh, a right. there's a there's a hit. Um, waver between like a five to a seven. You know, That's I think high. I think I think right now I'm at a five and a half on the shook meter. With with Judge, I just feel like he's having games where he's either red hot, like on what was it Wednesday last week, or no, I guess Sunday or Saturday. Whenever they played the Orioles, game two of that series, when he had two home runs, I think that was Saturday. Saturday, yeah, yeah, where he had two home runs, and then he has games where he punches out four times. And it's just, yeah, he's he not had a like golden getting the middle the other day, right? Greg Bird had one the other day too. Yeah, well, we all know my position on him. Uh, Greg Bird had a hit today, though. Not a bad day. Fucking one sick. For two. One Fucking for two and a walk. Dude. Sick. Yeah. Awesome. He we almost get, had an RBI. We're getting piss kicked out of us right now. It's not good. I'm trying to find some bright spots. If th- This is going to be the most depressing podcast of all time if we're just sad the whole time. We need to find I a mean, I have nothing spot. to be happy about. I mean, we're just consistently making like dumb decisions in the field. Don't even... If you get me started on Brett Gardner's bunt play last night... Don't let's do it. Get started. Go off. No, nope. go off, Rob. I may be banned from iTunes. I don't know, like, what their statute of rules are, or what I can and can't say. I barely even work for ESNY. I don't, they don't even know who I am. Like, I'm just saying outrageous crap over here. Like, if I get too worked up right now over that, it's April. I'm gonna keep it cool. 
All I'm saying is, I mean, he did have a leadoff home run today, so calm me down a bit. But that was just downright embarrassing. It was, it was terrible. How long has he been playing professional baseball? And he just stood, he just stands there. Uh, he he the thought it was foul ball. Not fair. Like it's unbelievable. I don't even get it. Like you're just sitting there. Like God. Like you're looking around as if no one made a call. The opposite. The ball's fair. I just don't get it. And you're looking around, and then you've got this dumbass look on your face when you're looking at the ump, and you're just like, you're so confused. You didn't even run. You didn't even run. Oh, my God. And then Clint diving all over the field. Like, it's just unbelievable. Like, everything that could have gone wrong. Romine can't catch a goddamn ball either. Like, that was just unbelievable. And you know what? Gary's legs are sore from DHing a goddamn game. Legs are sore and tight. Can't play today. Are you out of your mind? This is unbelievable. Now, he's not even available today. It's, oh, my God. I can't even do it. It's just these guys. This league. Sick league. Sick league, guys. Well, this is why Rob's at a six on the shook meter. Yeah. I hope the guys upstairs fucking heard every word of that. He's a big Yankee fan. And I hope they come knocking on that door and tell us to shut the hell up. Oh, he's going to come down and agree with us. We're going to have our first oh, guest. I just popped up the goddamn ball. Like, Jesus Christ. You know Joey Votto's never hit a pop-up to first base? Also, hold on. Sorry. All of you people on Twitter, because I've just recently been introduced to this whole Yankees Twitter thing, if I hear one more word, about Gary Sanchez's defense against Austin Romine's defense after this series, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to... I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm not even going to make any threats. You're going to Twitter bully him. No, I'm not going to Twitter bully you. I don't even know. Because you guys are just so dumb. You sit there behind your dumb avatars and your Twitter eggs and whatnot and say, Gary sucks at defense. Romine couldn't catch a goddamn ball. Like, it hit his mitt. His, like, he just missed it. it. Happened in the Baltimore series, and it's continuing to happen now. And the guy might as well not even go out to the plate. Might as well just even forfeit it. Just be like, oh, that's an out. Him and Bird. Huh. Don't even do anything. Oh, my God. You should start throwing around some blocks on Yankee Twitter. No. No one even follows me, which is fine. Like, I'm not that into it as you are since you're, like, a, a writer and people, like, you interact with people. Some people have been I wish I didn't interact with people. Some people, I, I have to learn to not get into Twitter fights because all they do is make me mad. Yeah. And you never win. Nobody wins a Twitter fight. Just read it, and it's just unbelievable. Like the crap people say. It's just like some people, like, I don't really tweet opinions out. Like, I'll, I'll live tweet some of the things during the game, but like, you're constantly tweeting, tweeting about the Yankees all day long. So obviously, you got more people coming into you and after you for that. But I just read some of the stuff, and it's just unbearable. Also, the, the throw. From Clint to third base, well, uh, well, oh, one, well we just had everybody like, over there. Like we had four people on the bag. Like no one can talk. Like no one can it's communicate. Just, it's defensive fundamentals this series. It's uh, unbelievable. Then Clint diving for the ball and then pounding his fist into the grass before he even gets up to like my and man. He airmailed the throw. My man, we're a pro Clint podcast. We've made very that clear. Clint. I love Clint. Made that very clear from the start. All right, he's making it very hard for him to send him down. And now, listen, we all knew he was not a great defender, but this series has just totally exposed him. He's made some plays this series that it's just like, I don't think this guy's played an inning of professional baseball in the outfield ever. It's unbelievable. Doesn't look good. You know, how did he get this far with defense being that bad sometimes? His throws, his throws have been all over the place. 
He doesn't even look confident anymore. When like, there were that's the thing, like he looks like he doesn't even know where he needs to go with the ball. Yeah, I, I, no, I just even going for the ball. He he's tentative now. We saw two or three times today and yesterday alone after those two missed dives where he was like, oh, I could maybe dive for this, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to mess up again. Balls that he's diving for, that if he just runs to it, I think he makes the catch. Yeah, well, he he's afraid of he's afraid of getting short hopped now. He's afraid of of having to dive at the last second and getting beat long. He's got like he's got like the yips or something. It's like I don't even know what's going on. You know who's not afraid of diving get, at balls? Get the hell out of Houston. Get on a plane. Get the hell out of Houston and never look back. That's yeah, I feel that. Although I I think we have to come back here at least one more time. I'm I'm sure we do, but for right now, just get the hell strength. out of here. That's unbelievable. You know who's not afraid to dive at balls? Brett Gardner. He's not afraid at all. Today. He did one yesterday, right? And I yeah, think he, he did one hasn't, today. He's, he's, no, nobody on the team looks focused right now. They all look like they're just kind of going through the motions. And When you're playing center field in Houston, there are two outs and a man on first, okay? And you take that asinine route to the ball. You can't let that ball get past the you. Center field in Houston where it's just like... No man's land out there. Yeah, it can go There's forever just, out there. Forever. It never ends. Like, thank God they got rid of the goddamn hill, or else the guy would still be running around the bags, probably. Gardner would be waiting for it to come down. Yeah. It's just, like, unbelievable. Every, again, everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. Except Tanaka. Tanaka went out there, really put his good. nuts on the table, and he's like, you know what? Severino's out. I'm going to be the ace of this staff. I'm going to try to get you guys through. And then... All that work goes to waste. I got something to say about yeah. Tanaka's start. I am sick and tired of everybody on Yankees Twitter. Back to Yankees Twitter again. But the second that any decision is made, they want to criticize Boone for it. Tanaka threw 78 pitches. They took him out after six innings. They turned the ball over to the best bullpen in baseball on paper. Obviously on paper because they've been struggling. What decision was the right decision there? Because you have hindsight, you can look back and say, oh, Tanaka probably could have given you another inning because he, he looked really good. Tanaka himself came out and he said, well, I put everything I had into that sixth inning because I had to get out of a jam. So that was the right decision to go to Zach Britton, a former all-star closer, who would then turn the ball over to Adam Adovino, who at that point had yet to give up a hit all year, who would then turn the ball over to Araldis Chapman, the $54 million closer. And people are going to go all over it. Oh, Aaron Boone doesn't know what he's doing. He should have stuck with Tanaka. That was your guy. He was throwing a gem. It's wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You just want to be right in hindsight. My own, my own, my only thing to play devil's advocate or just the only thing that I would go off of that is I'm okay with what he did there right now because it's his third start of the year and it's April. But in August and July and September, Tanaka, if he's going to be the ace, because he's has yet to he his credit, to. to his credit, like just to be honest here, he's been great when we needed him to. He pitches great in the postseason. He comes up big, but he's yet to put together that ace like regular season. He hasn't done it for a full year. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like he has not had, and like who knows? As of right now, it's looking like it could be that year. So right now in April, third start of the year, fine, take him out. Like you said, on like on paper, Britton Ottavino. Or any other combination of that into Aroldis Chapman were great, right? But right now, that's fine. But in July, August, September, maybe even earlier, 
Tanaka needs to come out for that seventh inning. If he has it. But I also, I don't, I don't necessarily think you have to push the starters that much because if you have this bullpen that's supposed to be a super bullpen, this is the reason it was assembled. Well, so you can get six great. This series that it's, it's, something's gone wrong with it right now. Let's I'm just saying. Yeah. Tanaka, need, if we, at some point in the season, we're going to have to start pushing Tanaka. That's just a fact. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's just what I'm saying. In April now, oh, it's fine. Severino's going to be shut down for six more weeks. Tanaka probably has to step up for all that. I don't even see Severino this year. I'd be I, shocked. I think it's after the All Star break. I'd be shocked because he's completely shut down for six more weeks. I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, we need him. We we need that guy. And if Severino doesn't come back, maybe Dallas Keuchel start talks do start up. This guy Harvey might be my new favorite Yankee. Well, he's just eating the shit innings now. Like he is just the most average-looking human being I've seen in my entire life. He gives you a lot of hope. He's like, you know what? I probably could have done this. He kind of looks like me, to be honest. <laughs> like he's just like not very average. Look at him, just strutting out. Average-looking dude who happens to throw the ball guy, pretty hard. You know, just throws a baseball hard. Like it. I like when just there you walk, you sit on your couch and you're like, huh. Look at this guy. Everyone roots for the average guy. That's why everyone roots for Jose Altuve, because he's short. Like, I, think, I think they may have just walked outside the stadium and just grabbed some dude, and they're like, hey, you, how fast can you throw? 90? All right, you're in, buddy. Joe Harvey, you said your name is? You're on the 40, man. Nice. Yeah, these are his parents, I guess. It must be. Meredith Marakovitz yeah. is interviewing them. I'm sure they're just raving about how hard he's worked, and it's and showing off. He's having a good couple innings here. So you got that out, yep. He's he's eating some valuable innings for us right now. Yeah. I would be shocked if they let him close out the game just to you know save the bullpen for the next series, and maybe get a, maybe get some rest. Chad Green is one bullpen arm who really needs a he needs a couple of days to figure it out. Well, so does Canley too. Like Jesus Christ, we're not relying on Canley as as much as we are Chad Green though. I understand that, but he just came today in was today. Bad. Today was bad. Unbelievable. Very very bad today. Let's Look, see. his dad's talking with his hands. This guy's great. That's a sweet Yankee polo. Again, great radio. There's a strike, new... 96, top of the zone. There we go. New LeVar ball alert. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, I just, I... it's not going well. Yeah, I mean, so we got three games coming up with Chicago, right? Yeah. Well, let's I mean, let's let's finish. Re- I know we've been getting real mad, but let's just do a quick recap of what actually happened this series so far to the what is this? The seventh inning. Yeah. All right. Monday, we lose four three. It's a game we probably win nine times out of ten. Any other time in the year. Britain blew the game in the I believe the seventh inning. Tanaka threw a gem. We got to Verlander, which was a good sign. You score three runs on Verlander. You got to win that game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And we were talking about that in the last podcast. That that's the that's the rubber match. Like, if you can win this one, you probably come away with a series win. Obviously, it wasn't going to work out like that anyway. But Adovino gave up his first hit of the season, and he ended up with the loss on. It was like an infield squib hit. It just found no man's land. Greg Bird had to come all the way in to field it, and then no one was covering first base, and that ended up being the winning run. Uh, Clint Frazier had two hits and an RBI off the wall. Judge homered. Voight had an RBI. I, I, Voight, another guy, he just has to get going every night. Now, Judge and Voight, like, you need it from them every night if you're going to carry this team through all these injuries. Uh, strikeout. There we go. 
Yeah, not a bad debut. I, I you know, I, I do like this guy now. I was afraid we were going to have a like round early... face, kind of chubby in the cheeks. I like this guy. We we like average guys and yeah. really short guys like Al Tuesday. Right? Average guys months. podcast. Average guys podcast, definitely. Uh, Tuesday we lost six side. three, six three on Tuesday. It was much more decisive. Uh, Johnny Lasagna did his job and kept us in the game for three innings. Uh, it was just the defense, the defense, the defense, the defense was sloppy. Just some of the worst, worst plays I've ever seen in all my days. Gardner got doubled up on that sack bunt we talked about. Clint had two costly defensive mishaps in left field, both of them diving plays. One of them he probably should have made. They were saying it had a 95% catch probability. That's a play you got to make. They dribble, and they both just went off his glove. Like he was right there. He found the ball and he just he missed it. Just piss poor defense all around. Romine behind the dish had two passed balls. Uh, the Astros probably won this game because they managed to lock down the greatest hitter of all time, DJ LeMahieu. And then we don't even have to talk further on today. This is just, it's the same thing all over again. Just sloppy play. Jose Altuve just keeps punching me in the face repeatedly. Like he's knocked me out. He's having a hell of a series. He's just kicking me and beating me while I just lay there limp on the ground. Yeah. This is one of those, we're going to look back and say this was, it's got to be a turning point. Uh, there's got to be a defensive practice tomorrow. Everyone has to get on the field, and uh, we need something that just gets us refocused. Maybe this sweep alone gets us refocused. We get on the team plane. Maybe Brett Gardner stands up and be like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead off because I sucked this series. But as a unit, we got to get our fucking heads in the game because they weren't they weren't in this series. We beat ourselves twice. Ah, there's a hit. Oh, Clint Frazier actually hit a cutoff, man. That's nice. Yeah. Still a good. pro Clint podcast. He's just really bad at defense. Uh, going into Chicago, this is we're going to say the same thing for the Baltimore series. You got to win the series. You got to get two out of three. Probably need to sweep. Chicago is a team that you can sweep. Their best pitcher is going to be Giolito, and that's the first game of the series. Yeah, I mean, just get in there, try to handle business again. Just at least get back on track. Just two yeah. or three for me, please. They pulled him. I guess so. He did. He threw a lot of pitches. I don't. I don't really know much about him. If he was yeah, a starter in the in the minors, or if he was a reliever. Yeah, I don't know much but, either. Hey, he ate the hell I don't for us. Props, props to Joe Harvey. He's my player of the game today. Yeah. Uh, so you got to win. Got to win two, two out of three, or all three against Chicago. CC's debut on Saturday for the I season. Just wanna, I just want to see them compete. I don't. So the, I don't think competing is enough for me. I know. I, I know. I want them to win, but I just got to see just some better effort out of guys. Yeah. You know, some guys look like they're tired of getting off the bus. It's just unbelievable. But we need something that really, really sparks the team. And D.D. Gregorius is usually that guy. Last year, when he was when he was out with his broken wrist, the the whole team just looked flat again. Because he's just a high energy guy. Yeah, Everybody is he even in the dugout right now. Uh, no, he's on the, I don't know if they moved into the 60 day DL or not, but he's, he's out for a while. So he's not really, he's working out, but he's not in the dugout. He's not in the clubhouse. Cause you can only actually have 25 guys in there. It's just, again, a must win the series. Yes. You have to do something. Competing is not going to be enough. This is a team that even if you're not playing your best, you still have to beat this team. Even if you have all these injuries, you have to beat the Chicago White Sox. They have nothing going for them. 
Eloy Jimenez is the only bright spot on that team right now. Yeah. Uh, just checking in around the league, uh, across town, Peter Alonzo is for sure the truth. That dude is good at baseball. He's just hitting the ball all over the place. He too, though. Same thing. His defense isn't spectacular either. Yeah, I mean, they take him out for Dom Smith all the time. And if you're uh, if you're God, getting subbed out God for bless Dom, Dom Smith, Smith, yeah, if Dom Smith is the better defender out of you and you know whoever, you're having some problems. He got pinch run for today. That's weird. Who, Alonzo or Dom Smith? Alonzo. So far on the year, he's 15 oh, for 39. Oh, is this Steven Tarpley? Yeah, Tarpley's also going to eat some shit innings for us. Oh, maybe we'll get lucky. He'll roll one. Yeah, 14 RBIs, five home runs in how many games? 15 games, less than 15 games. He's, he's just on fire. Yeah. 385 yeah. average, OPS over it, well over 1,000. It's over 1,300. The dude's just good. The Mets look like they have a stud. They're actually the Mets are playing really well too, which is it's it's kind of exciting because I like when got the Mets are good. Tattooed last night, yeah, by the Twins of all teams. I like when the Mets are good. It's one of those things where it's like it it, it doesn't. I always know that the Yankees are going to finish better than them, so it never really worries me that a Mets fan is going to trash talk me. But I do like that brief moment where they think they have it, and they never do. The Mets right now, six and four, third in the division. They're only down by one game, though. It's still early. Yeah, still early. Standings don't really matter. But I just wanted to see how they were doing as compared to Philly and Atlanta and Washington. The Marlins are irrelevant. Philly, I think Philly's getting the crap kicked out of them right now. They might be. Philly's the truth, too. Bryce I Harper saw, and I saw, a, I saw a 14 right there in that game. Really? Yeah. I'm going to pull that up right now. Let's find out. Could have just been making that up, though. Don't oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. The Nationals are beating the Phillies 14 to nothing right now yeah, in Philadelphia. Yikes. That is real bad. Uh, what else DeGrom, is going on? DeGrom had his first bad start of the year. He got touched up for six runs. So it turns yep. out he is human. And this is coming off. They, they skipped Jason Vargas' start to keep DeGrom's routine on track. And he I mean, up, they have to get another starting pitcher. If they if if he's just gonna if Vargas's job is just to come in and pitch four to five innings and then just go right to the bullpen, it's just not gonna work. They need to get a fifth starter. Not with that bullpen. No, exactly. Because you're gonna who are you bring in Gazelman and then Lugo yeah, and you're, he almost blew the game against Miami the other day. He almost yeah, blew a six run lead. Guys just getting beat up. So yeah, it's they like had burned, they yeah, need to get a fifth starter. Get a fifth starter and move Vargas into that long reliever role, you know, inning eater, and then it saves Lugo and it saves everybody else. They did say they were going to start. Uh, they were going to keep checking in with Dallas Keuchel. Again, the Yankees might be starting to talk to Dallas Keuchel if Severino really is going to be out six weeks before he even starts throwing again. Yeah. It might it might become worth it to maybe meet Keuchel halfway if he's looking for a team. I don't know what his demands are. They must be outlandish. Someone was saying, I think it's like a one year uh, has to be more than the qualifying offer, right? So it has to be more than 17 and if a half or something like year, that. I, I'd take that any day of the week. Yeah, so if, it's on, if he's okay, I thought his original, what he was seeking was like three years, 80 million. And that's a lot. Well, no, what they're saying for the one year deal has to be more than the qualifying offer, right? Yeah. 
around the rest of the league, uh, Vlad Jr. is going to AAA. So he's on his way back. I'm sure he'll be breaking Yeah, off he like needs to be soon. in the league like now. Yeah, I, I, want Vel- I want Vlad. I might root for the Blue Jays. I hate the Blue Jays almost as much as I hate the Red Sox. I don't know why. I think it was just Jose Bautista and Josh Donaldson. Like I, I hated Jose Bautista and I hated like, Josh Donaldson when he was with Toronto. I kind of like I kind of like Donaldson now, but when he's with Toronto, I hated that motherfucker. Uh, but Vlad Jr. is just gonna—he's gonna be awesome as a baseball fan. I just want to see him hit every single time. I like—he's like Mike Trout. You got to have a live cut in. You just have to watch him hit for yeah. like the first two weeks. Never at that. Yeah. Um. This is maybe my favorite story of the week. Jose Canseco said he can help Chris Davis get to 50 home run power again. I just I, I would like to go inside his head and just kind of figure out what happened. I don't I mean like, like what has gone so wrong for him? It's oh, just so bad for Enigma. He's just a mystery. It's unbelievable. I, I, I imagine what has gone wrong. This this is obviously his 50 home run plan is going to involve heavy 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 steroid usage and probably a Sasquatch sa- slash alien hunt. Yeah, definitely. Just just an absolute wild man. I wonder if he actually did have evidence that A-Rod was cheating on J-Lo. I don't want to believe it, but he said he had it. And Jose Canseco put it on Twitter, which we know is the most reliable source for all news. Uh, Joey Votto, we mentioned this before, Joey Votto got hit by a pitch, and he pretended to charge the mound. Just good, clean fun. I love Joey Votto. Such an underrated player. Oh, yeah. He was the he was the one guy that, like, throughout all the years since Teixeira, Vado was my number one guy. Like, I want him playing first base for me. Great glove. Gets on base constantly. Yeah, I'm D- surprised he never got out. out of there. Yeah. Just just an awesome dude, too. Uh, speaking on Clint Frazier's bad defensive plays earlier, Marcelo Zuna made an even worse one. I mean, this is going to be hard to top. It's really bad. He didn't even know it what it was. Such a hilarious clip. I he like he got all the way up the way the he ball. the way he acted to play defense on that ball it was like as if the ball was going a thousand feet yeah that's, and he was like that's the only how... the only way I can catch this ball and stop from being a home run is if I scale the wall like Peter Parker and then just somehow jump a thousand feet in the air yeah, and catch that's, this that's how I would have scaled the wall to rob a home run if I knew it was 30 rows did deep. the ball even hit the warning track it, think, if it didn't, it bounced like on the grass right before it. But it it doesn't matter. Because I know that's what I was saying. So it's just he's just it. so far off with this play, and then as he tries to hop down from the fence to catch the ball, he his, fell. It's like he fell or his spike got caught in the chain link fence. <laughs> like that's there. It, was bad. it, was it really just bad. falls flat on his face. Just an unbelievable moment. At least Clint knew where the ball was. He, he yeah. might not have caught it, but at least he knew where it was. Yeah. Uh, Chris Sale really stinks. Like, really, really stinks. Yeah, he tried pegging the guy from Toronto, stealing home. Yeah, and he didn't. How do you, how do you get, how does somebody steal home on you in the year 2019 in Major League Baseball? Are you that, like, are you that unconfident going from the stretch that you have to go from the windup with a man on third? I, uh, yeah, something's wrong. Obviously, something's not clicking for him. You're a professional baseball pitcher. Have some respect I'm, for yourself. I'm selling skip start sometime soon for him. If this skip continues. Start. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's shoulder discomfort. It feels yeah. like shoulder discomfort. T- tingle fingers. Tingle fingers. Maybe a little tingle ten, fingers. A little, little 10-day uh, IL stint. Who do, you, who do you think the Red Sox would rather pitch right now? Chris Sale or Davey Tingle Fingers? Or Evaldi? 
of those three? Out of the three of them, which one do you think they'd rather pitch against the Yankees specifically? Oh, um, I don't even know. I guess Tingle Fingers. That's, that's a self, That's a selfish decision, though. Just like you yell Tingle Fingers. <laughs> I, w- I would love to see Gary take him deep again. Oh, who oh, is this? Luke just hit a home run. Point. Let's go. 7-4. Find some bleachers, kid. Yeah, not dead yet. Not dead yet. Not dead yet, but we are. The game's over. Well, our our souls are dead. Yeah. They could come back. That's the only thing that I think that would bring my soul if back. If you were to even win this game, I'd be, meh. I just, like, I I'd hate be like, oh, okay, we won, but we've done nothing deserving to win the game. I hate doing this right now, and I hate myself for, I get, like, this intense about baseball in general, but specifically Yankees baseball. Like, oh, that was a that was a good shot. He got a he got a good piece of that one. I thought you were gonna say you just hate recording right now, and it's no, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm in a bad mood because this the Yankees baseball has the complete ability. It's nine guys playing on a field, and it completely dictates my mood for the next twenty four hours. If they win, I'm all good. If they lose, I won't talk to a single person until the next game starts. It's a bummer. But it's the life I've chosen. Oh, yikes. Glaber just acted yikes. like he was going to hit it out of the park. Jesus. Big yikes. So, so yeah, Chris Sale stinks. He doesn't know what's wrong. He's trying to figure it out. The Red Sox are not playing well. Uh, Kimbrell didn't go to the ring ceremony for Boston. No shocker there. I think he's a little upset that they didn't re-sign him at his outrageous right, contract. So They probably should have, looking at their bullpen. Yeah, they definitely should have. Right move by his part. I'd overpay for a closer. Stop box. yawning, Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, it's late. It's ten thirty. We're adults. A belly full of tortilla chips. It's unbelievable. <laughs> We're adults. It's ten thirty. We we get up early in the morning and go to jobs like humans. So we can't just stay up for West Coast games whenever we want. Although yeah. we kind of have to. Uh, Mike Trout has a groin strain. Uh, pretty much the only thing that could slow him down right now. Former Yankee Tyler Austin. Signed with San Francisco, and now he's in the same division as I Joe Kelly. Him to beat the piss out of Joe Kelly. I oh, oh my god! I, if if San Fran knows what they're doing, I don't care if Tyler Austin's in the game, not in the game. All right, you get him to the plate. When I was Joe Kelly's think, up there. I think they just signed Tyler Austin not because they needed a backup first baseman, but because whenever Joe Kelly comes in the game, they just need someone who's going to go throw down with him. Well, that was like when the Jets had a linebacker. Punch Geno Smith in the face. They cut him, and then Rex Ryan immediately signed him to the Buffalo Bills. Is that what happened? Yeah. I'm not a Jets fan. Is that yeah. actually? What yeah, that's exactly what happened. I forget the guy's name. Like oh look, him. now now we got the Astros diving. Oh, but see, look, Springer dives he, he the ball and puts the ball in front of him. Everyone be taking spot. notes here. Um, but yeah, I need to see Tyler Austin beat the piss out of Joe Kelly again. That'd be nice. On the topic of outfielders, just out west too. Yeah, out west too. Who in their right mind is running on Ramon Laureano? After he, all the highlights, who's still running? He reminds me of when Cespedes first got to Oakland, and he was just gunning people from the the outfield corners. It reminds me very much like that. But, yeah, I mean, if that ball's ever hit to that guy, everyone's staying on base. He's just a human highlight reel right now out there. And, I mean, you don't want to end I up on that the underrated plays in sports, the outfield assist. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it's underrated. I think that well, I'm be like, underrated in sports and sports as a whole. You know, you got goals and whatnot and dunks and everything and whatever. But some dude just gunning a ball because you're testing him. 
300 feet away from home plate and just getting, oh, my God, a line drive right to the catcher. Oh, yeah. Maybe a one hopper. One hopper. Oh, one <laughs> hopper right to the glove. Oh, boy. It moves. Yeah, it moves. That's a, It's not like when you rob a home run or when you make a diving catch in the outfield, part of it is that you just happen to get the ball in the right place and you're making a play. If you throw somebody out at home, They're that's some lady who threw the first pitch. That I have no idea who she was, but definitely got to keep an eye on her. I don't know. Wait. I don't... <laughs> Taller than Jose Altuve. Tall on oh, the same height, but I again, I don't know. I don't want to say anything too offensive because I have no idea who it was, but it was just probably way past her bedtime. Keep double checking. Yeah. Again, if oh, here comes Greggy Bird again. Don't it. This is what you wanted, though. You wanted me no, on the mic for a live Greg Bird. I'd be bat. real happy if he, just, if he knocked one oh, right now. There we go. That's over. I know. You're, you're totally out nice. on Greg Bird. I'm pretty out on Greg Bird, but if he knocked one right now, oh, boy, he would I be happy. He doesn't seem to care anymore. There's, like, no fire energy from this guy. He strikes out every time he argues with the ump. I mean, there's no fire energy from the whole team right now. They no, all seem Bird like gave up, like, last through. year. Yeah, this feels like – it feels like mid-July. Like, this is a 1 o'clock game in the mid-July on a Sunday. Oh, you're running. Nope. No, you're not going to run down three runs. Just saying. I'm just looking at his feet. Looked like he was planted yeah. and ready to go. They're on deck. DJ LeMayhew. Love that guy. Uh, the Rays, really good at baseball. Actually, really good. Not like last year where they were surprised really good. This year, they're actually really good. They got three studs in their in their staff now. Yeah, who would have thought they were famous for their bullpenning approach? Like this is this is what we're doing. This is our new approach, and now they just have three horses at the top of the rotation, and they only have to bullpen two days, and it's effective. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna have those three horses going at it all year long for them, they're gonna be problems problems for most of the major league baseball. Training Cy Young, Blake Snell, Charlie Morton from the Astros last year, and his kid Tyler Glass now had eleven Ks today. He is fantastic. He's three and zero with a point five three ERA and three starts. And he's on fire, and he looks like it doesn't. It doesn't look like this is just a good start. He looks the part. This is who he is as a pitcher, and they have great bullpen arms. They're gonna bullpen their way all the way. I have no doubt they'll that's, get to the that block. strikeout mat, matchup for the Yankees is gonna be a nightmare. I hate it. I hate if it. That guy's gonna continue punching out eight to eleven guys a night. We're in trouble. We're in trouble if that guy's on yeah. our schedule. Especially, uh, apparently, sliders are our biggest weakness still. And uh, Char- uh, Lance, who pitched tonight? Colin McHugh. I have all the Astros pitchers from last year mixed up in my head. Colin McHugh pitched tonight through just a metric shit ton of sliders. and we. Yeah, but he looked good, though. He looked good the entire night. It just, seemed like, the, it just seemed like the exact opposite of Paxton. McHugh just looked like he was on had control of everything, and Paxton was just all over the place. He just didn't have his stuff. He tried battling through, tried to this be a is, good teammate. This is two starts in a row that... Paxton hasn't had his best stub, which is yeah. kind of worrisome. I'm not worried about it. You know, I saw a stat on Twitter that it was CC had pretty terrible stats with his first couple of starts with the Yankees too. Maybe Paxton just needs to settle down or whatnot. Again, Maybe. it's April, so it's so hard to try to like. You want to overreact and you want to you want to blow things out of proportion, but I don't know. I think we got to give him some more time to figure it out. Hopefully, he does. Oh, well, Bird just came back from an 0-2 to work a walk. There we there go. There you go. That's two walks today. Oh, going to the bullpen. Going to bullpen. All right. What do you think our bullpen top three is? Like, if you had to rank who you trust the most right now in the Yankees' bullpen, who would it be? Okay, so they can't be hurt. They have to be in there? Yeah, not Dylan Batanzas. I mean, you know, it's, it's really 1A and 1B 
and Ottavino and Chapman, and then Britton after that. Okay. And, uh, I and like that. apparently Joe Harvey. No, yeah, Joe Harvey quickly Joe Harvey, moving up the list. Who will probably be going back down. Right? Honorable men. Uh, yeah, when he's going to be the guy that goes down when CC comes back on Saturday. Well, Isaac. Yeah, well, Isaac got sent down for Harvey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's already gone. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's Starpley. Maybe Harvey just pitched his way into some some bullshit innings. Who knows? Don't hate that. Is Luis Sessa on the hot seat? Oh, you want to go to the the Rosenberg thing? Oh, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and let you take this. No, one. you can, no, we can go. So for anyone who knows New York sports radio, uh. The Michael K. Show specifically. Michael K. Show specifically. And the old morning show on the fan, Boomer and Carton, who Craig Carton is... Bad dude. Yeah, he made some bad decisions, but as a radio personality... Oh, he's great great on the radio. The bad dude. Unbelievable. And he, so he goes on the Michael K. Show. And again, I like Michael K. as, you know, play-by-play, whatever you want to call him for the Yankees game. But on the radio show... Not the biggest fan in the world, but he's got he, that prick has Rosenberg on his show who I don't know what that guy contributes to the show. And just the way he handled his interview with Carton he made it all about was himself. unbelievable. Oh, 42 months in prison is a long time. Yeah, no, yeah, no shit, shit, Peter. Like, you think he needs you reminding him about his uh, potential prison sentence? Remind him one more time he's going to prison for those of you who don't know, Craig Carton, got, Craig Carton got roped up in some gambling and some ticket schemes, which is fine. He's all, he, he pretty much, It was his first public appearance, really, to talk about it. He's going to pay his dues. He's going to pay his dues. He's going to do whatever he needs to do. Fine, whatever. But just... Constantly reminding him how long his prison sentence is going to be, and then just telling him how he never liked him. He was like, "Yeah, when we met at a baseball, like a charity softball game, I never liked you. Thought you were great at your job, but I never cared for you." Like, you think anyone gives a fuck, Pete? Like, he's here to talk to the New York public right before he goes to prison. Like, he had the number one morning show. He was a beast. He was, you know, like top of the mountain. You know. King of the Hill, whatever you want to call him, all right? And this guy, Rosenberg, I mean, obviously Rosenberg is never going to hear this, but I don't know. I, if I, might, I ever I see that guy in public one day, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind, mark my words, like, because he is just unbearable. Well, Even probably on the Breakfast pull... Club on Hot 97, listen to that every once in a while, he is just all over the place. Yeah. I cannot stand him. I hope he loses every job ever. That's aggressive. He is just so he's awful. He and if anybody thinks he's good, I I challenge you to any intellectual argument with you on why Rosenberg is good at what he does because he stinks. Yeah, I don't hope he loses his job because that's no, I do, <laughs> I do. I hope he gets the I hell out of New York and I don't have to listen to him speak ever again. And I don't like how he folds like clean laundry anytime he exactly. gets in the room. He talks that shit and then someone shows up and he just acts like they're best friends, dude. Like we haven't heard you destroy James Dolan every day. For oh, the past the Dolan years, and then Dolan walks in, and he's Dolan. like, "Oh, being a buddy, buddy, because I still want to go to Nick games." Like you're such a. Uh. He came on the next day. It was like well, somebody has to be the good guy so he doesn't leave. I'm like, do you understand that if he got up and walked out of this interview, that would have been he, the best way the interview could end. Exactly, your ratings would have gone through the roof. Getting James Dolan to just quit the interview midway through, that is... I wanted Carton to get up and just smack him in the face so badly because he was in studio with them. 
that would have been so amazing. Nah, Carton's not wasting his time with that. No, that's the thing, though, is Carton's sitting there hearing all this, and he, you just see in Carton's head, because was, I was watching on the Yes Network, and you could just kind of see in his eyes and his facial inspections that he was like, dude, I, I can't. I, I don't think he's ever liked Rosenberg. I think they've. I don't know if they have a feud going back to the past or whatnot. Oh, I think, Ro- I think Rosenberg. I think Rosenberg had, may have called out Carton in the past for before this whole thing happened. For, said they met on like at like a softball game, and they talked about a softball game and whether or not they met or not for ten minutes. Again, right before Carton is getting ready to go to prison for three years or something like that. I like, think. Who cares whether or not you guys said hi to each other on a on a softball diamond? Five was, years ago. Yeah, I wasted all my energy on the Yankee rant earlier, but if I if I still had that for Rosenberg, I think when it happened, James didn't speak a word for like 15 minutes, and I just yelled in the apartment, yeah. screaming. It was awesome. I so just sum, summoned Rosenberg to my living room right in front of me. It was my own fault. for if, if we were in this content game a little bit longer in the podcast game, I would have taken out my microphone and recorded you without you knowing. So that we just had like the the prime gut reaction to how bullshit Peter Rosenberg is on air. Yeah, but if you like Rosenberg, you're a fool, just like he is. I challenge you to an intellectual argument to prove me otherwise. Just just stick by a take one time, man. Yeah, one time. He sticks. He's got to do so many things in his life for him to change my opinion about him. Yeah, I don't like if if Michael K wants to make him the good guy. I I barely listen to the Michael K show because I just can't stand it. I'm more of a fan guy, but I love Francesca. Francesca doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about anymore, but oh, it just, just all over the place. It's just comical now. Oh yeah, it's just it's a can't natural miss pressure. Radio. It's can't miss. He's not on TV anymore though, which kind of sucks. Well, he does the mics the mics app thing. And mics he, on app. Yeah, which he does go on TV for that and Funhouse on Twitter. That Twitter account is yeah, at yeah, back yeah. after this. Oh boy, do they get some of the best clips yeah. I've ever seen hit the internet? Francesca oh, is just gold line. Getting up the run in here. Holy shit. Are we, we having a little bit of a comeback? Second and third, no outs. Oh boy. I think I think we're gonna have to figure out what to talk about until this inning ends. I don't think from from you're a gambler, we're both gamblers. By the way, the my bookie thing, big oh yikes. God. Yeah, I, that was a disaster too. We had an advertisement from the like third so episode. Should we, keep, should we just keep going or is it gonna get too long? Uh we'll, we'll just keep going. Let's see, because I want to see if our, I'm a very superstitious person. Maybe it's our podcasting that's willing the Yankees that back into this hilarious, game. hilarious, though. Just having a depressed podcast, and by the end of it, we just look like a bunch of morons. Yeah, this is Clint Frazier now. I'm standing up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get real hyped. I'm ready for bed. Should I just channel my inner Ryan Rucco and Michael K? Oh, no! No, he didn't! No, he didn't! Oh, oh track. 7-6. Hey. Sackfly is underrated. 7-6. Jesus Christ. Sackfly is underrated. Greg Bird scores. Is that LeMahieu moving to third? Yeah. That's fantastic. Hey, way to get a job done, Clint. Way to go. It's Clint is... I, I just wish he was average on defense. Just give me something, man. Because you're so good on offense. Your bat speed... I, have, I can't even count the number of times I've written in an, art, in an article that Clint Frazier's bat speed is just legendary. His cleats are also fire. Oh, yeah. Jordan Gray's for his away cleats. Yeah. Oh, boy. We were watching them take BP earlier in them, and they're just fire. They're just, it's, it's, they're incredible. I love that style. Oh, boy. Austin Romine with the game on the line, sort of. I mean, yeah. And Gary on deck. He is available. They did say he was going to be available off the bench tonight. 
So who's he hitting for? Uh, let's double check. Wade? Yeah, it must be Wade. I know it's it's whoever's last in the lineup. I'm pretty sure it was Wade tonight. Tyler Wade didn't have a great game. He did have a hit tonight, but he just it it was one of those dying. What are they gonna do? How are they gonna handle this? Well, Romine's Romine's gonna stay in the game defensively, and if Romine were to get hurt, they're kind of they're kind of fucked. Because now you're using what are they gonna they're gonna they're gonna move Lemayhu to second and put Ursula in. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Scooped that one up real quick. I guess he's going to second. Then Ursula's going to come in third. Duve to scoop that one up. Or yeah, Wade is playing second tonight, right? I'm paying attention. So yeah, they they probably move Lemayhew to third. The problem is once you put Ursula in the game, you can't bring Gary Sanchez back if you need if you need him catch. If it's it's a really weird. If that happened, that would be just proof that the Yankees are completely cursed. I really need Gary to come through right here. This is a big one. Hopefully his legs aren't too sore. Just great numbers on the year, too. He just he looks really good. Also, he's going with high socks. I have a theory that if you're a Yankee and you play with high socks, oh, we're going to the bullpen. All right, we're about to dig deep and figure out how to get two more minutes out here. Oh, we we're just going to sit here and ramble? Oh, boy, are we. You think we're getting off the podcast right now when we have a chance to come back? No, sir. This is this is prime audio. We got nothing to talk about, but this is prime. Let's just uh let's let's do some scores around the league. Let's talk about that. Washington's now winning fifteen to one. They are I think they beat the Phillies last night too, so they're really getting Bryce back in his hometown. Just doing a little home and home split there. We talked about Derek Dietrich last week, right? And the the Reds. Pirate Carpenter's scroll. extension. Carpenter's extension. That's a good one. Two years, $39 million. The Cardinals are, they're kind of sneaky good. I don't know if it's that sneaky anymore or they're just good. The Cubs, on the other hand, are actually bad. They're, they just sent down Carl Edwards Jr., who is one of their, uh, he, he's a streaky reliever. At times, he looks completely unhittable. And then at other times, he's maybe almost as bad as Tyler Clippard was for us. They are the Cubs are three and seven right now. They're probably they're losing to five. They're losing five to one to Pittsburgh. So they're probably going to be three and eight by the end of the night. Again, record doesn't really matter, but it kind of does. Dude, people can like your tweets and you can't see who they are. I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm contributing to this conversation. <laughs> you know, they, you're, just, you're just checking the podcast Twitter account. No, I'm checking my own personal Twitter account. Well, they must be private. Yeah, that's the thing. It says I have. A certain amount of likes, but I can only see a certain amount of profiles. The Mariners are... Show yourselves. Good. The Mariners are... Too. Yeah, that's not going to last. I know it's not going to last, but like, how, how crazy is that? This is like the Mets last year. They started... What were they last year? 12-1? and one? Or 12-2 12, 12 and two to start the year? Something Before crazy they like that. Ryan Presley. Ooh, Presley's a hard thrower. He throws heaters. No, I'm assuming that's what they bought him in, yeah. I kind of I like that matchup though because Gary Sanchez eats huge. He literally just he just needs to get one out, one out and he's done. Just a single kid. Six for fourteen, double three home runs, eight RBIs in the last three games. I mean those are just those are incredible numbers. He is locked in, which is this is why we have him. This is why we had him available on the bench today. We didn't give him a full day off 
James, I just want to let it be known. James just talked about how this guy throws heaters and he just drops 82 on the outside. Yeah, well, good scouting no report. Throwing heaters, he's not giving them first pitch heat. Good man. scouting report. He's not going to give them first pitch heat. I hope he doesn't break 90 the entire at bat. That would that would make me look really dumb. I wouldn't appreciate that. There it is, 97, low. One one count. I like to see Gary lay off. I like that. how you're doing play-by-play play for a podcast that's supposed to go out tomorrow, but it won't be out till probably tomorrow night, and the game's just long over. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon, and it'll probably come out. What I'll what I'll have to do is I'll have to I'll have to cut some of this audio myself and just release it and be like, this is what's coming. Ooh, Gary just let he let off a slider away. He never does that. Oh, this boy's locked in right now. He, that's two good pitches he laid off. A, a fastball that just missed low and a slider that just missed away. What? Turn the volume up on the TV. Yeah. That is a strike. Well, this, it looks like this at bats almost. So he dropped, dropped another curve in there. Come on, Gary. Get me a single, kid. This is why you're here. This is why you're active for this at bat. I just love the amount of dead radio we have right now. Just a bunch of static. Well, we don't have we don't have Coney and Paul O'Neill to back up our play by play. Yeah, we don't have old war stories. Ooh, Oof. just missed that one. Oof. That's a good pitch. Ninety eight outside. Yeah. Well, that's one of those pitches. Uh, it's a pitcher's pitch. You can't do anything with it even if you do get wood on it and it's borderline. It might get called a strike. Who are you bringing in here? They got Britain and Adovino warming up for next inning. Who are you bringing in? Mm, I I want to look at the matchups. I want to see who's coming up for Houston. I think they probably bring um I, they probably bring Britain in if we don't get this run. Oh God damn a- it, Gary! Eighty three in the dirt. Damn. Yeah, that's Dude, right. Swung at that. All right, we're gonna wrap it up now because now I'm just yeah. <sighs> I'm back to being upset. Just God damn. out. They pulled me back in. That was such a, an incredible opportunity. Hopefully my closet doesn't collapse tonight again. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Peace. And come back Monday. New York, New York. Thanks for listening to Elite Sports Radio. Stay Right through the very heart of it, New York, New York. I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep and find I'm king of the hill, top of the heap, these little towns.